0: Raiders Nation, what is the deal, man? Once again, we're watching another episode of the Sick Podcast with the Raiders Recap, man. And today, I thought we can go over, number one, the Jimmy G news and the Jimmy G injury update, man. Seeing what's going on with him, man. Seeing where he's at. And, number two, man, I think we can go over the possible destinations that Hunter Renfro can go to, can be traded to, if the Raiders were to pull that trigger, man. So, without further ado... Let's go ahead and play that theme music. Let's get into it. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to the Sick, sick, podcast. sick podcast. Raiders recap. Jacobs. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The Sickest Las Vegas Raiders Podcast. It's going to be Sick. Sick. Once again, you are here with the Sick Podcast, with the Raiders Recap. Y'all see that shit floating down on the bottom of the screen, man. Make sure you are following us on all our social medias, man, so you can stay up to date with what we got dropping. So, it is Tuesday, man, lovely Tuesday morning, and um, I want to let y'all know, man, we are here every Tuesday morning at 11 o'clock for the rest of the offseason, man. We're going to be breaking down Raiders coverage Everything that's going on with the Las Vegas Raiders. So make sure you hit that on your calendars, man. Make sure you hit that on your reminders every Tuesday at 11 o'clock. The sick podcast with the Raiders recap is coming to give you all your Raider news, right? So without further ado, let's go ahead and get to the topics for the day, man. First thing I want to touch on, we're going to touch on the Jimmy G injury news and updates because I know that I haven't really touched on it like that. So for everybody that's still wondering what's going on, let me inform you right So Jimmy G is still not practicing with the Raiders, man. He's still got that left foot injury that he's got going on, man, and is hindering him from getting on the field. But Josh McDaniels and the Raiders brass are very comfortable and saying that Jimmy G will be practicing once training camp rolls around. Right. And me personally, I know everybody was tripping. I know everybody was tweaking out when they first heard the news, Jimmy G and For a while, I was like, ah, here we go. You know, we already on the bullshit of the Raiders season. But at the end of the day, man, I'm not really tripping about it, okay? I'm not really tripping about it. I honestly think that, you know, him being out right now, I don't think it's, you know, a positive, but at the end of the day, you know, it could be worse. Uh, This could be during the season, you feel what I'm saying, and he's already out. And two, it gives our rookie that we just drafted, Aiden O'Connell, it gives him time to go in there. You know, and and really get his feet wet with NFL players, man, with the NFL playbook and all that other stuff. So it really gives our rookie and the players behind Jimmy G, you know, time to really acclimate themselves to the system. Okay, now I'm not going to trip unless Jimmy G is not practicing during training camp. Right. If training camp rolls around and he is not practicing, now we got a real problem on our hands. Now I'm starting to sweat a little bit little worried, okay? Because training camp is really when we start putting the groundwork in to what the team is gonna be. Everybody starts getting the rhythm. Everybody starts getting their camaraderie. So you really need him there for training camp, all right? And I think he'll be there for training camp from what from what it sounds like from him, from Josh McDaniels, from Dave Ziegler, from everybody else that's involved with the situation. Nobody seems too worried about what's going to happen and nobody seems like it's going to be a huge big deal, right? I mean, yesterday was media day for the Raiders and and front and center, the Raiders are retweeting, the Raiders are posting on Instagram pictures of Jimmy G in his Raiders uniform, in his pads, in the whole attire, right? And I don't think they'd be doing that, honestly, if they thought some shit was about to go down and and this man wasn't going to be on the team come the start of the season. All all right? I feel like Jimmy G will be the starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders for this season. Okay, whatever happens during the season, let's hope he stays healthy. We keep him upright, but Jimmy G will be the starter. Okay, so go ahead, wrap your minds around that. All right, wrap your minds around that. I already said at the beginning of all season, I wasn't super excited for Jimmy to come, only because of the injury factor. All right, the injury factor. You know, it is what it is, and I thought it was a lateral move. You know. from Derek Carr and I still stand by that. I don't think it's an upgrade. I think it's a lateral move. But at the end of the day, you're grabbing somebody who is more proven in this system, somebody who is more comfortable in this system. So at the end of the day, we're hoping that those two factors, you know, help the Raiders win more games. Okay, now, speaking of winning games, we, we saw you know, NFL insiders giving their opinions on what they think the Raiders are going to be. They're talking about 4 and 12. And Jimmy G's injury is also a huge factor in why people are giving us that low of a record, saying, you know, the Raiders are not going to be that good if Jimmy G is injury riddled, which I actually agree with. If we're going to the season and Jimmy G is in and out the lineup and he's hurt and all this other shit, like the Raiders are going to struggle this year. All right. I, the Raiders are going to struggle. But if Jimmy has the ability to play all 17 games and play the entirety of the season, bro, I feel like the Raiders are capable of coming away from the season with 10, maybe 11 wins 10 to 11. Maybe, you know what I mean? Cause I feel like this, this offense is primed to go. Number one, the ball, we are primed to go. All right. We are ready to win games. Now, even with Jimmy as the quarterback, I'm saying that he can manage the game correctly. He also can, get the ball to the playmakers that need, you know, the ball in their hands to make something happen, make something shake. I feel like this offense has the ability to, you know, sneak into that top 10 range in offenses this year. I really do. The defense, I'm not going to say the defense is otherworldly, but at the end of the day, I look at the defense – And they've improved maybe slightly. I'm not going to say it's a huge, huge upgrade, but they've improved slightly. I definitely like the way the secondary looks right now. I think the secondary looks better than what it looked like last year. You know, the D line looks better than what it looked like last year. I'm just saying the only weak spot I see on the defense that has not really gotten better would be the linebacker unit. All right. Other than that, I think everything has at least a tick has gotten a tick better, you know, in this offseason, all right. Or, or, if not better, let's just say somebody that they replaced, you know, with somebody who's more comfortable in the systems that they're trying to run. Which don't discount that factor. I keep saying that comfortability in the system is a huge factor, right, in, in players playing free and loose. That's what I mean, bro, you don't need players playing tense and shit because when players are playing tense. That means they're not knowing their assignments, they're trying to do too much. You feel what I'm saying? And that's that's what we saw last year. That's what we saw last year. And, and you know, the first year really, first full year of the defense and the offense really gelling and getting together, bro. We saw a lot of people trying to do too much, saw a lot of people not being in the right position, how they were supposed to be, not playing loose and free, bro. They're thinking, all right. And you especially on defense, can't have the players thinking, all right. So I like, what the, I like what they've done so far. I'm not going to say that it's the best moves in the world because I'm not going to sit here and say they were. You know, I'm not going to sit here and lie, but at the end of the day, I'm not, you know, completely negative like some other people may have been, all right? So, and before we touch on the Hunter Renfro thing, before we touch on the Hunter Renfro topic, let me say this, and I'm going to continue to say this, okay? Because this is all I see from Raider, from the Raider fan base on social media and all the other play—it's so much goddamn negativity, bro. If y'all don't calm the fuck down, calm the fuck down. It's so much negativity surrounding this team. Oh my god, we got to—we rid- got to rid of our former quarterback. Oh my god, we got rid of our former tight end. We're gonna suck. What have they done? Fire Josh McDaniels, bro. Any any Raiders person, Raider fan, whatever, saying that they they want this team to fail because they want Josh McDaniels to be fired. Tell them to shut the fuck up. Like, there's no way you should be rooting for your your team to fail just because you're not really in tune with a coach, bro. Like, let's be honest with ourselves. All you negative Raider fans, let's be honest with ourselves. What the fuck have we done in the last 10 to 15 years? You let me know. Where, Where are the titles where the playoff wins, where's all this shit to be, to be this negative. This is all I'm saying, bro. This is what I need to put into perspective for this fan base. And I'm glad I started making, you know, this content creation so I can put my two cents in, in what world are Raider fans so entitled that they can feel like they can be negative on the moves that's being made. And when I say that, think about this. Let's, let's, Let's timeline the last 10 to 15 years, 10 to 12 years. What positives have come? And if you come to me with that 2016 bullshit, I swear to God, bro, like the, the conversation is dead there. Like, yes, 2016 was a cool year, but let's be honest with ourselves. The team in its entirety was not that good, okay? If you look at the contracts that were signed that year, if you look at the players that were on there that were expiring, and, and it's just a whole bunch of shit that 2016 year where it was a lot of luck and a lot of shit bounced our way. Same thing with the playoff run from two years ago. A lot of shit bounced our way. The team, in its entirety, the roster was not good. Okay, now you look at the, you look at, let's just say the 49ers roster, and you look at the Eagles roster from last year. That's a roster that you can continue to build on, that you can continue to say, all right, bro, like we have the foundation. We have the pieces. Okay, now if you look at the Raiders playoff runs in the past years, whatever, let's say the two years, you look at that roster from two years ago, that shit is ass. That, sh- that roster from two years ago was ass. That that defense was completely ass. Like, so there's no way anybody can still be holding on and harboring to these feelings, oh, my God, the Raiders were a playoff team two years ago. Oh, uh, the, the the team is ruined. I'll tell you what, we don't know what the fuck would have happened if they would have hired Rich Visagin. No earthly idea what would have happened if they would have hired Rich Matasha. Maybe they would have been better. Maybe they would have been worse. All we know is right now there is at least a coaching staff and a front office with a plan, with a plan in place, okay? Now, you say what you want, but me personally, I'm not in the business of holding on feelings for players that ain't won me shit, all right? That's, and I, I'm just being real. If a player... Ain't won this organization shit. Then it is what it is, bro. We continue to find players and coaches. We continue to search for players and coaches that will win a shit. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm not negative about the moves. Obviously, you know, number one, I didn't really want to sign Jimmy to begin with, only because of the injury factor, but at the end, and because of the money. But at the end of the day, when I look at the contract that he signed, that Ziegler and them, you know, go ahead and, and, and cooked up for him, when I look at You know, his comfortability in the system, how he talks, how he says he's already ahead of the learning curve. When it comes to knowing the playbook, I feel a little better. Now, me, I'm on the wait and see period because I want to see what training camp looks like. I want to see what the players look like when they put the pads on. You know what I mean? So everybody that's tripping, okay, everybody that's tripping, let's say, as far as the Jimmy G injury news and where the team stands right now, bro, it's June. Okay, it's fucking June. Relax. All right. We have at least 90 plus more days until an official snap of football is taken. So if that's the case, bro, let's treat it like there is 90 plus days left. A lot of shit can go down in 90 days. And y'all know that a lot of shit can go down in 90 days. A lot of growth can happen in those times. So for everybody that's tripping on that, I want to I want to bring a little calmness to the situation and say, Jimmy's going to be cool, Jimmy's going to be the starter, he's going to be out there practicing, and we'll see what the team looks like come training camp time, all right? When training camp comes, we'll know a lot more about the identity of this team, okay? Now, speaking of moves, all right, we got to talk about this one, because this has been swirling around, and I feel like it's on the horizon. We just got to see what type of conversation we can get, and that is Hunter Renfro, okay? Now, Hunter Renfro has been rumored and everybody in Red Edition has now kind of picked up steam on the Hunter Renfro trade idea, you know, and here are a couple of teams. I got a couple of teams that I feel like, you know, the Raiders would be probably advantageous to go ahead and try to trade him to these teams, right? This teams also are compiled of people that I think that the Raiders can probably snag a player from, you know what I mean? I think the Raiders would be, you know, at their most beneficial state, If they were able to trade Hunter Renfro for a player, okay? Preferably a player on the defensive side, all right? Now, some of these teams that I'm going to name to y'all are exactly that, all right? Now, I say, number one, Baltimore Ravens, all right? And why? Because they're having disputes with Patrick Queen about the contract issue. If we were able to give Hunter Renfro to the Baltimore Ravens and try to acquire Patrick Queen back, that will instantly strengthen this defense, right? Instantly strengthen everything that we got going on. Now, I know they just drafted Zay Flowers, but at the end of the day, if you're in Baltimore, how can you say no to more receiver help? All right, especially, right, you got Odell Beckham. He's coming off an injury. You know, you got – I believe they got Rashad Bateman. He's coming off an injury. So, at the end of the day, bro, like, there is a lot of players on their receiving core that they, I feel like, you know, are a little iffy. You get Hunter Renfro, that's another – you know, a reliable pass catcher for him. Also, Tennessee Titans, right? The Tennessee Titans have that New England connection with Josh McDaniels, with Dave Ziegler, you know, with Mike Grable and all them. that. that New England connection is there, right? They're having trouble with Kevin Bayer. Now, it might be a little much to get Kevin Bayer because he wants a new contract. He wants new money. But at the end of the day, you grab Kevin Byard, um, you know, the shit you'd be able to do with your secondary would be outrageous. You know, the shit you'd be able to do, you know, mixing and matching him, married, etch. You have a chess piece of defensive backs back there, right? And for Tennessee, I mean, why would you say no to more receiver help? At the end of the day, bro, I mean, you look at their, you look at their receivers on the roster, they need some help, all right? They need some more help. Now, going from there, Arizona Cardinals, right? They just let DeAndre Hopkins go. They just had to cut DeAndre Hopkins. They're having contract disputes. With Isaiah Simmons and Buddha Baker, two guys I would very much welcome into this Raiders defense. All right, those two guys that I feel like are very versatile could instantly upgrade what we got going on here on the defense side of the ball. Um, you know, and, and from there, I say the last team that I'm, I might really even say would probably just be the Patriots. You know, I just say the Patriots just because of the comfortability factor what the Raiders have done with the Patriots so far. You know what I mean? They're always, always a trade option. If we're talking about Raider trades, New England is always going to be a partner just because of, you know, just because of the connections that are there. Okay? So those are four teams right there that that Hunter Renfro could go to. You know what I mean? Four teams right there that Hunter, that Hunter Renfro would probably fit in. Last but not least, the New Orleans Saints. All right? And last but not least, the New Orleans Saints only because Derek Carr is there. You got Foster Moreau is there. You got people that he's very comfortable with, already playing with. It just be a natural fit. And and New Orleans defense has some players that you'd be able to pluck out of there, you know, that that can give you instant, immediate impact. So those are at least five teams right there that you can be able to try to trade Hunter Renfro to. Now, the problem is what type of conversation are we getting, okay? Because if DeAndre Hopkins is getting cut, All right. If DeAndre Hopkins is getting cut, what does that mean for Hunter Renfro compensation? Right. Are you looking at like a fifth, sixth round, maybe a fourth? And that's like very unlikely. A fourth round is very unlikely. So now we might might be looking at a fifth or sixth. All right. So, you know, if we're going to do it, we got to do it now, and, and we got to go ahead and strike while the iron is hot. You know what I mean? If he has high trade value right now, which I doubt Hunter Renfro does, because he's coming off an injury season. You know, uh, it'd be it'd be a little it'd be a little tough to try to get something for Hunter Renfro, especially if it's just going to be player for player. I don't think that's going to happen at this point. Now, I don't think you'll be able to do player for player. I think we might have to sweeten the pot a little bit. You know, if any of those trades I said or any of those teams want to trade for Hunter Renfro and that comes to fruition, we as the Raiders probably would have to sweeten the pot, give them an extra little draft pick or something, and to be able to acquire a defensive player. But if you look at it, right, and everybody that's tripping, why would you move on from Hunter Renfro? Why would you move on from – got to think, look at the moves the Raiders have already done this offseason. I believe I've talked about it, you know, in the past before, too. But look at the moves the Raiders have done this all season, right? You signed DeAndre Carter from the Chargers. You fuck around. You get Phillip Dorsett. And now you draft Trey Tucker. That's three dudes already that'd be able to give you slot production. And the speed is very prevalent. Not even to mention that Jacoby Myers would be able to mix and match going from slot to outside. All right? Like, that's what he does. So there are a lot, a lot of uh, uh, signs, I want to say, as far as the Raiders moving on from Hunter Renfro. And last but not least, maybe maybe the most simplistic sign, but but this has happened at least three times, right? Hunter Renfro's jersey has went on sale at the Raider image in Las Vegas, right? And some of y'all might be looking at me saying that, like, what the fuck does that matter? Check this out, right? Already, like, two to three times before that, Right. The Raiders have kind of made it known that they were getting really getting ready to get rid of a player because of this same information. Check this out. Darren Waller before Darren Waller was traded. His jersey at the Raider image was 50 percent off. All right. 50 percent off. And this is before he got traded, before even the rumblings of him getting traded even happened. 50 percent. Now everybody's looking. Why the fuck is his jersey 50 percent off? Boom. Traded. Right. Derek Carr's jersey started to go on sale, right? And but we already knew, we already knew that he was probably gonna not be here the rest of the year. But at the end of the day, uh, it, it's telling, right? Last but not least, Josh Jacobs' jersey was on sale, right? And and I don't want to scare y'all because that's not because of the trade factor, but it's because he was trading his number. He was changing his number, right? Now Josh Jacobs is number eight instead of twenty-eight. But before he even changed his number or announced he was gonna change his number, his jersey was at least 25% off in the Raider Image store. So, you know, those type of things I pay attention to. And and now Hunter Renfro's jersey is on sale right now. So we'll see what happens with that. And I doubt it's because of a number change. So we'll see what happens with that. It's kind of interesting, though, because they've been really promoting Hunter Renfro on their social medias, on their pages. They got a lot of pictures of him currently right now. So I don't know. As a social media person, I personally, just I just think about it like this. If you're in social media and you're working the social media angle and you know this player has a chance of getting traded or cut or whatever, I don't think it's the best thing and I don't think smart people would sit there and promote said player's face all over the social media, right? That's just me. But at the end of the day, man, that's what I think might happen with the Hunter Renfro thing. That's why I think should or could happen if they were going to trade him. Those are the teams that I outlined, man. Y'all let me know down below. Let us know down below. What do you guys think? Do you think Hunter Renfro is going to be traded? Do you think – what team do you think he's going to get traded to? Also, how do y'all feel going going into training camp, man? Are y'all excited for the season? I know I'm fucking excited, man. I'm ready for football to start, man. I'm ready for us to get going and really get rocking, man. So, Comment down below. Let me know how y'all feeling, man. Once again, you see all that shit moving down below, man. Make sure you are following us on all of our social medias, man. We are here giving you 24-7 Raiders updates and coverage, man. So let me know. Let me know down below how y'all feeling, man, about the season and all the other shit, man. Make sure you are subscribing to the channel, man. And once again, this is The Sick Podcast. With the Raiders Recap. Let's play that theme music out of here. And I'm gonna check y'all out next Tuesday. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcast.